What's up, Blazers? Dear God, did I just oh, say that? Oh, wow. <laughs> Ruined the whole show. Hey, everybody. I that was going to come out of you. I know. I, I apologize. I hope you had a great weekend. I'm Dave Landau. I'm Quarter Blake Garrett. And welcome to Normal World, and that is Angela. Hi. What's up? And this weekend, I'm going to be at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle in my hometown of Detroit. Whoa. Yeah, so come out there. But I'd like to introduce our guest. He has his own show right here on Blaze. Please welcome Chad Prather. <sighs> Hey, the crowd loves you, bro. Here's the deal. <laughs> Screw the blaze. Screw you guys with your fancy graphics and your cool intro and all your crap that I never get. <laughs> it's pretty amazing around. But that's here. that's all we get. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you haven't discovered the uh, perks of the seventh floor. Oh, there's another floor. It's up there. Oh, we wow. only go to two. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to take the stairs for yeah. that. Dude, the longest stairs in human history. I don't think there's a higher set of stairs. The I, stairs uh, keep going. <laughs> I think that, actually, it's not that they're too long. It's that they're they're just long enough over what you expect stairs to be. They're yeah, more than yeah. Joe Biden could handle. That's for sure. Well, I mean, that's oh, two steps. Yeah, he's got he's to take the short stairs to the underbelly of Air Force One now. That's correct. <laughs> but I do, I do kind of understand, you know, as I get older, it is, I'm winded when I get to the top of the stairs here. Yeah. But if I have to go see the executives, it's going to take a minute. Yeah, I don't think it's you. I don't think it's you. I think it's the stairs. I blame the stairs. They're long stairs. They're well, everybody I know here gets winded walking up, so either we're all out of shape, which it's I know that. I am. <laughs> which, that's what it is. That. We're just all in denial. We're like, oh, these stairs. It's one step too many. That's why I'm huffing and puffing, all right? Meanwhile, if Matt McClowry's here, he's just like, what are you guys talking about? He I take like three them. steps. Yeah. Fine. Time. I can throw a pickup truck across the parking lot because I'm special. <laughs> he's got that strength, man. He got bit by a spider. Yes. Mm -hmm. An autistic spider. An autistic spider. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was artistic. I thought it was. Oh, he's a little both. <laughs> he's got both. He's got both yeah, qualities. Yeah, he's he's a great writer, and also uh, you don't want to look him in the eye because you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You can't. I'm you can look at him in the eye. In the not in the eyes. No, that's true. There's not a plural there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you guys have heard this. This is breaking news. Breaking news. Boom. Donald Today. Trump has been indicted. What with charges related? I can't believe this is real. Oh 2020 my election regarding January 6th. Can you believe this? Yeah, they, they, they just waited two years, to yeah. get into, or <laughs> almost three, to get into this. Yeah, it's incredible. That, Eighth time is the charm. Yeah, that's what I think. I mean, this one will stick. What do you think, Chet? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point in time, everything they're doing is so stupid, right? Uh, they, they're going to bring up an indictment on this at this point in the middle of a campaign. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're telegraphing the whole thing. It's desperate. I love that it's right after Hunter's basically plea deal was, hey, can everything that comes out you have to forgive me for? And I'll agree <laughs> that I, uh, I'll say guilty to this. And yeah. they're like, well, we got... Uh, yeah. This guy might have caused a semi thing. <laughs> January aliens, aliens, aliens are over here. Aliens are over here. Okay, yeah. we have spacecraft. You had this week. I mean, you had you had the aliens, and yeah. you had Devin Archer, which the Department of Justice wanted to put him in jail before he could testify. Which is like, oh, oh, I like how that. Uh, forget you know, let's expose corruption. No, let's hide that corruption yes. even further by putting the guy in jail. And then you got the Trump thing, uh, which we knew was coming. It's just of a course. matter of whenever. Yeah. We should do a sketch. Actually, we should come up with the funny indictments like they like what other reasons could we come up with to indict donald trump hey he was tweeting at 3 30 in the morning that's Fresh. one is he allowed back on x yeah right <laughs> yeah I, I mean you know he was sitting on the toilet at 3 30 a.m in the west wing of the white house freshly spray painted
faded orange with raccoon eyes and a bikini <laughs> line, and he was tweeting, and you know. That's enough he to get should him. be indicted for this stuff. Meanwhile, yeah. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is just counting China money. He doesn't even know that he has. No. He's like, I don't, I don't no, know. He just called it? to talk about the weather. I don't even know that. This is my 12-year-old. Get her in here. Ah. <laughs> what? Or, <laughs> Joe Biden. Okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Get with it. Yeah. Sorry. I'm playing to the boomer crowd. I think Ashley's <laughs> in her 30s. <laughs> <laughs> She's a data joke. That's a data joke. Well, he is uh, he is being charged Trump with uh, with uh, starting an insurrection. Yeah, basically oh, wow. conspiracy yeah. to defraud the U.S. I don't know why what you said impede. triggered that in my head. He's not. Yeah, yeah, it's a conspiracy against the right to vote and have that vote counted. It's oh, like, yeah. He's the one that stopped Wait, that. No, <laughs> Donald Trump billed the gallows for Mike Pence. Yeah, the guy. <laughs> what's the guy who lost the election was the one that was like, yeah, we got to rig this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By using dishonesty, fraud, and deceit to obstruct the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential okay. election. Dude, oh, it really odd. is the mirror image of what they're doing. They just write what they're doing up and then go, Donald Trump did it. Yeah. Everything that they say at this point is something that they've already done. Yeah, I mean, we've proven this over years. and over again. Dude, it's so tiring. It's yeah. so tiring at this point because it's like, it's not going to stick because he didn't do it. And it's the eighth time that this has happened to him. So, well, the crazy thing about theater. it is he's literally giving a speech, which is on camera with yes, a microphone while in front it's of happening. the nation. And it's like, okay, let's play that back and see if he incited an insurrection or stopped, you know, yeah. the, the vote from being counted. At what point? Well, and then you point have that. people, you know, wearing police here <laughs> waving people into a Dave, building. Dave. There's a lot of questions. Jeez, let's be reasonable now. Huh? No? Uh oh. Hmm. I hope people don't find out about this. Yeah, no. Uh, and then when you saw the, what, what's the guy's, the Chansley guy, the, the shaman guy, yeah. you see that footage and they're just walking him through like, oh, yeah. and, and uh, Martha Washington painted this. And, yeah, you know, like, just, oh, yeah, that's cool. I agree. Put him in jail. That's just for the, what he wore. But other than that, I don't <laughs> think he should be going to prison. I just think the whole yak thing was a bit much, but I guess it's a free country. You do you. It was cold. Some, some people feel the need to stand yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, he really did. Yeah. <laughs> so much so that they put him in prison. Yeah. For a long time. Like, you, like typically, you don't want to commit a lot of crimes. Like, you, It's like the guy that puts the mask on, but he's still so tatted up. You could still identify like, him, yeah. you know, in a lineup. Yeah, uh, you're like, it has your daughter's full name and birthday on your forearm. <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, they're yeah, always yeah. Okay. He was it definitely is, uh, an easily identified A little shaman baby. <laughs> you know, and then people have him on shows or whatever and interview him now, and he's not in the makeup, and he's not wearing the, you like know, a normal the, dude. the buffalo horns like Fred Flintstone, and I'm like, I don't even know who this is. Who are they yeah. talking to? He should have to wear the costume on every interview so they don't have to bring up who he is. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is part of the deal. Like yeah, Nobody yeah. ever asks him like do you regret your wardrobe choice yeah. on january 6th because i doubt he'd be like no no, no yeah he loved it it was pretty yeah, it was cool in street. jail when they were having sex with me <laughs> they could hold on to the horn over yeah. nothing that i did yeah. did you experience any rape i did not oh, during yes. the tour that they gave me but once i was arrested for it yeah <laughs> raped the nation and i protested guess what i got for it more yeah. rape yep Deal. In prison. <laughs> deal. Next I'll week on deal. Dress Like a Yak and Go to the Capitol. <laughs> Speaking of people dressed like idiots, I don't know if you heard about this in Japan, a man who goes by only Toko mm. online. Don't go any further. I know exactly where this is going. Okay, you go ahead. No, no, keep, please continue. Okay. I know where it's going. <laughs> but you stopped me literally. <laughs> he spent 14 <laughs> 
He spent $14,000 to transform himself into a collie. He said he was nervous and scared, uh, you know, to enter public and uh, rarely told his family and friends because he thought they'd think he was weird. Oh. But right well, now to no answer. No chance of that. No, no. I think it's totally normal to become a dog. Uh, we'd like to talk to him, though, personally, because we want to give everybody a chance. We believe in it here. Be who you are. Yeah. Uh, so please welcome Toko. Toko, are you here to explain? We got you. Toko. Hello, David Cornerback. Hey, 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 Toko. Oh, Toko, thank you for joining us. Uh, what made you decide to become a collie? I'm rowdy. Nobody wants me. Well, that's that's weird. But what <laughs> made? What was this? Why? Why did you think this was the answer? Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes doggies. <laughs> I don't believe you. Like, not, what are you like saying about though. your t- graphics team, Chad? <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> But you're you're not really a, a a dog. You're just a guy in a creepy suit with a lifeless head that has eyes that don't blink. So, uh, how do you see this see see out of that thing? Yeah. Really, your head, your face mask. Oh no! <laughs> Hello, <Face>. David Cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got euthanized. Oh, while we were interviewing and they he put did. the dog down. Oh, mate, well, he's Japanese. Oh, Toko, it's too bad. Oh, he's Toko. Maybe they took him to Korea. It's like a kung fu movie. <laughs> you would think for $14,000 you'd get a better dog. You know. would. I yeah. mean, why do that, though? I mean, I guess I don't care because I don't care <laughs> about any, any of that. First anymore. of all, there's a lot of questions that I have about this thing. So I'm watching the clip, and there's this semi-hot chick that's walking him down the street yeah. and petting his belly, and I can't get a girl to do that for nothing. And uh, You're not that, in a dog costume. That's we do what it have is, a right? clip of the dog costume if you Apparently, guys want to see him in it. By all let's means, put it up. if we can. <laughs> there's a lot to analyze. Yeah. 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 We, mm. That's creepy, though, would you? Oh, God, the music. <laughs> hey, it's not a dog. Yeah. You're freaking out. <laughs> I can smell it. Oh, no. Oh, his legs. What? Where are his legs? Is he on his knees? Yeah. Is that what's going on down there? Yeah. I need, like, a cutaway so I can see the inside of this thing. I feel very claustrophobic watching. Once people realize it's a person, they walk away uncomfortably with umbrellas. <laughs> You know, that's not a trick if you're a human. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, good boy. You can understand the language. Yes. Like you literally, and can talk back if you need to. Yeah. But it's funny how the dogs run away. It's like I started to sniff this thing's ass, and it's like, no, no, no this, this is not a dog. I want to know how the, the toilet things work. Oh. Oh, you definitely. There's like a colostomy <laughs> bag in there going on with it. probably just goes on the sidewalk as part of his dream. I know, but there's got to be like a... An opening in the suit, right? My like thing a, is, if I, I walked outside not. in an area like that and just pissed on the sidewalk, I'd yeah. probably go to jail. Yeah. Not uh, if you're in California. He just does whatever. I, I tell you what, he wouldn't be wearing that fur coat in Texas right now. It's oh, 150 no. degrees outside. No, he dead. should try this in Texas, though, because I'd like to just see a dog dead on the sidewalk. <laughs> try that in a small town. Dog, the dog <laughs> looks like a taxidermy. Like somebody lost it a does, collie. like a yes. dead-eyed. And they sent it to the taxidermist, and that's what they got back. And his like, yeah. front legs are too short for the body. Yeah. Like they sh- He's ew. constantly in like a yeah. weird do- downward-facing dog position. And they're like, what did you fill it with? And they're like, I don't know, stuff. 
<laughs> a Japanese man. Yeah. <laughs> he is also dead. 100% he's naked in there. We stuffed a dog with a stuffed Japanese man. Yeah. When he yeah. got in there, he was very alive. Yeah. They the zipped him up are... and just snapped off the zipper. You should see him trying to drink out of a bowl with his dumb mask. <laughs> he dehydrated. <laughs> trying to lap it up. Before the show, if it was like Tusk, who was asking that? Bryce or something? Oh, like he's, right. like he's he sewn in? into the suit. We were like, that's no. what I said. He should go <laughs> full in. Where they like slice his vocal cords. <laughs> <laughs> you will speak like a collie now. Yeah, they you break all his fingers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this guy's a lazy dude. He's like half into this. This guy wants to be beat with rolled up newspaper. I can yeah, tell you right now. That's another kind of furry fetish, dude. Oh, of course it is. It's just something taken to another level. Yeah. He's like, no, I'll buy the costume. Then you'll see. <laughs> and then the worst part is you tell people that, and there's a woman who's like, yeah, I like that. What I want to do is just kind of put some Rottweilers and pit bulls and German shepherds around him and just to be like, winner take all, bitch. See what happens. <laughs> if he's yeah. in a downward facing dog position. <laughs> just a street fighter pit bull. Yeah. Just bring it out of the, yeah. bring it out of a shelter. Just yeah. go find the one where they're like, you don't want to adopt that one. His name is Bitey, and you're like, yeah. no, I want that one. <laughs> still got uh, still uh, Joe Biden's dog Commander that keeps attacking everybody. You know, <laughs> still got still got blood from a chicken on his, yeah. you know, dried on his face. Yeah. <laughs> dog seen some stuff. <laughs> yeah, you want to look like a, a dog that was in Nam. Yeah, dogs <laughs> got prison tats. Yeah, yeah. PTSD. <laughs> They, One's like a swastika, but then it's crossed out. Then it's like a Mexican gang. <laughs> Latin king. If you if you could bring if you could bring Toco back on and be like this this is a cover up. Yeah. <laughs> this well, is my lightning bolts. Well, I've made a lot of bad choices <laughs> my whole life. I love prison rape. Uh, <laughs> well, it's the best kind. Yeah. I don't know if that happens in the pound, but. Well, I'm I guess, sure. I guess it is called pounding pound. in the pound. Yeah, it's pretty well, in their culture, from my understanding, it's not. It's just how they have sex. Yeah, dogs. That's how they get to know you. Well, yeah, that's why it's best that he has to fully invest into the dog world, and it's no one can help you. Yes. Okay, go ahead, bark. Yeah. See what we do. <laughs> See if they'll help you. Turn it loose. Yeah, but you should. I mean, you should fully commit to the bit. Yeah. That's the whole deal. You want to be a dog? Okay. We're going to treat you like a dog. Get in the cage. your legs together. <laughs> okay. Yeah. On the back. Put you in that suit. Naked. No clothes. Go okay. right in. Zip it up. Snap it off. You've mentioned several times that he's probably naked under there. I'm 100% <laughs> sure he's naked in there. It's Japan. Gotta be. Yeah, fair. True, but is that the only reason? <laughs> Age is open. Are you a furry? I can tell you this. <laughs> I'm a gay furry on the inside. I can tell you this about myself. I'm naked under here. That's true. So why not? Uh, we all are. Yeah. Wow, you just really opened my mind. Everybody's naked. Wow. So, I feel like I can see from his perspective now. Yeah. We're yeah. all just naked and everything. Just anybody order seen, suits. Guys. It's just clothes like, for him. Has anybody <laughs> seen the real Toko before he... Yeah, yeah. Dead dead person. yeah he's a knob. Wait, that's not his... That's his real name? I yeah, thought Toko, Toko was like his dog name. Japanese, why not? I would assume. It sounds like a dog name. Like, oh, Toko. No, it's an Italian last name, but that's what he goes that's by. It's his online alias. Uh, yeah. Okay. He doesn't yeah. want you to know who he is. Yeah. Why would that be? Well, because he doesn't want people at work to know. Because that's what's so amazing. He knows it's embarrassing and gross. <laughs> so he's like, I don't want anybody to find out. They'll think I'm weird. No, you want people to find out. Yeah, of you course. You spent $14,000 for people to find and, out. So and, had a, and somebody videoed that. And right. alerted the media. Yeah. <laughs> went to the media and shot a little piece on it. Like, yeah, people know you're weird, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no one likes him. You know what I don't like? Physical fitness. Here's oh. what I'm going to get into right now. This is important because we've been wanting to bring it up. A few weeks ago, MSNBC's Twitter uh, it, uh, shared an old 
op-ed linking fitness to far-right extremism. Have you seen this? Mm. Like doing <laughs> yes, push-ups. Yeah. Next so to like any sort Ohio, of you know? masculinity, fitness, push-ups, sit-ups, even if you're a woman. Totally white supremacy. Well, I mean, what happened to Michelle Obama's lunch program in the schools? And she was all about getting everybody healthy and all of that stuff. I don't think they're going to say she's an extremist or a white supremacist or a far right winger. Well, well that was like pandemic. a while ago. You know, things have changed. Things go things up with the on. times. You know, it's racism kids. now to be yeah. fit. You don't want to be mean to the fat kids. No. Well, body shaming. We got Lizzo out here, you know, living her best life. Yeah, she is. <laughs> but you know, but the whole, Cardi B. Body, body. Cardi B. You know, if you go on and you say anything about, you know, the whole body positivity thing that's out there, I mean, everybody's going to get mad at you. I mean, they really come at you. Oh, you got to be bright. That's because we're a nation full of fat asses. Yeah. And like nobody's going to do anything about it. And therefore, we've decided that fat is beautiful. It's not. And, you know, now they're going to do this. And so I'm well, sitting right here. You know, let's, let's go ahead and justify like this obesity epidemic that we've got here. Well, that's what's sad is that's what it is. It's justification of poor health. And I speak as a obese person. As one of them. (laughs) We know the struggle. Okay. We know the struggle. I just think it's, yeah, who cares? I mean, it's, it's really this, you you have to stop glorifying all this stuff. And that's the big problem is, is the FBI is trying to say anything is racist to again, dangle world war three away from you. And we know this for a fact because we actually have behind the scenes, exclusive footage Mm. from the FBI Sniffing out these far-right fitness gurus. Gentlemen, Agent River, it's 2023, and we all know that the number one threat facing our nation is white supremacy. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. Anyway, while we have faced groups like this before, the Freedom Front, The Patriotic Brotherhood, you remember you were there. And other names, of course, that sound like they were produced by Chad GPT. We can't be sure that all these groups are entirely homegrown. As you all know by now, the far right valorizes hypermasculinity and physical fitness. And we have reason to believe that some very dangerous extremists from Australia have set foot on American soil. These men call themselves the Girth from Perth. We believe that their headquarters is at the Oasis Neon Casino in Paradise, Nevada, but they have branched out nationally to various strip mall comedy clubs and one former House of Blues. They are currently radicalizing thousands of middle-aged women, including my wife and several of her girlfriends. Yes. We believe the organization is led by these individuals. Ace Axel. We can't make out the tattoo on his pelvic bone, so we can just assume it's a swastika. He's a Scorpio. And his favorite cheat meal is frozen yogurt. Who doesn't like yogurt? Rocco Savage. He likes hang gliding and apparently knows how to work a helicopter. And finally, the man we believe to be their ringleader, Malik Midnight, the ebony python the dark cannon. 
the well-hung black man. He's also a registered CPA and played wide receiver at Grambling. So that's, that's something. He's like the next Hitler. Don't I know it. And these men appear to be real. Not just uh, people from our organization dressed up as their organization and pretending it's them. You know how we do it every time. Just pretend we're hate groups and arrest people. Anyway, besides that, what we're going to need now is a man on the inside. No, Agent Rivers. You've done enough just by living your truth. Agent Tristan, your country is calling. Sir, I... I just don't know if I can pose as a white supremacist. You did it at Disneyland last week, and five minutes ago on Twitter. That was different. I can't pose as one of these white supremacists. Don't sell yourself short, boy. You put the SS in piece of ass. I just can't. This is bigger than you, son! This is bigger and juicier than all of us. That's kind of the issue. Not sure I'm following you, son. Uh, he's hung like a Mike and Ike, sir. Apricot Crayola, sir. Ah, I see. The will is strong, but the chode is weak. Well, I didn't want to have to do this. But it's for the good of our nation, damn it. Sir, no! You can't! We have no other choice! Take that to R&D. They'll have you waxed and tanned and looking like a real bigot in no time. Thank you, sir. Your country's counting on you, son. There goes a true American hero. <clears throat> oh, besides you, of course, Agent Rivers. You're our, our favorite, whatever you are. Ah. God, I hate my life. <laughs> now we're the first ones to leak that. Yeah. I don't know how we got it. I know. So just uh, we it might may be on the lamb after this because they know that we've leaked it. But it's compelling. Yeah. I know. It's it, well, it's true. I mean, these are the things they do with our tax dollars, man. Well, it fulfills a lot of conspiracy theories that I've had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It I think validates it's, a lot. It's good that the American public knows what's going on with their tax dollars. Really? Yeah. Malik Midnight. Yeah. I've heard that name. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds really familiar to yeah, me, but I don't know from where. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a familiar face as the, the second guy. I don't know if you noticed. I don't know. I don't look at any of the faces. It's pretty familiar. <laughs> yeah. I try not to look them in the eyes. People. I try to kind of keep my eyes down. Yeah. yeah. Well, sure. But as you should. As he's a respectful American. Well, he's the yeah. brown python. So <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what he does. I try to bow my head to the black man. Yeah. Well, you you came to watch the show. Yeah. And that's what you do. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I go to those mm -hmm. shows because I respect the craft. You had to do research yes. for that. Sketch. Yeah. Artistic <laughs> yeah. research of it, yes. It, I, I love open mic night at those places. Yeah, me too. Fantastic. I'm always like, and, and then. Mike is great. Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <Very> <laughs> open mic night. <laughs> 
It's my favorite one. Mike is very yes. open. It's a crazy open. trick with the <laughs> ping pong balls. Yeah, the weirdest trick. The bar stool was really magic. <laughs> that was wow. <laughs> can't tame the dragon, baby. Oh, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Trust me. Trust me. I've tried. <laughs> so last week, uh, Mountain Dew. At least speaking, a photo. You gotta you gotta transition it by going speaking of shoving oh, sorry, stuff yeah. into a hole. Speaking <laughs> shoving stuff up in a hole. Possibly out of a hole. Mountain Dew flavored hot dogs was trending online, sadly. This is a real thing. It's a real, it's thing. A real thing. Speaking of wieners. Yes. Photo turned out to be fake, sadly. I know oh, we're very excited about son it. Son of a uh, but here's a half-assed top ten about things uh, that were real better than all these real. companies came out with to compete with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the sound right. you make when you pull that wiener out that's sad. Oh, it is. Oh, <laughs> mountain dew dog pretend it's a mountain dewy basketball team <laughs> man <laughs> meef yes just passing him around uh number five teddy ponds hmm? oh. mm. number five what is teddy ponds there it is <laughs> for kids the blue pack. box is for boys. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Al-Qaeda hot chocolate bomb. <laughs> that's just the slogan. Yeah, it's yeah. flavor, bro. <laughs> flavor. Number three, Kennedy kielbasa. <laughs> Extra smoked and all over your wife's dress and Oof. back seat. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, Burger Queen. Because hoes got to eat, too. <laughs> and the number one, fentanyl lays. <laughs> Bet you'll only eat just one. <laughs> <laughs> and that is Half-Ass Top Ten. Wait, can we put... <laughs> Which one's up? <laughs> Hold on. There it is, the meat. I don't watch the whole thing. The meat. I, I want to see the Burger Queen. Yeah, we go back to Burger Queen. Look at all that Pull pink. Burger Queen. Look at all that pink meat in the middle, boy. Eat yep. your heart out, Arby's. That's right. And it's <laughs> also bedazzled. Oh, I thought those I were think, sores. I think it's herpes. Yeah. I thought those were sores. Oh, I, I always thought those were bedazzled lips. That's when uh. your buns have a breakout, right there. Mm. That's what it's going to be twenty years from now. To not well. offend anybody, they're going to be like your lips is jeweled. <laughs> There's a cream for that. Don't no, they, worry. they already do that. Style, uh, They've been doing that for a long time. You're talking about like. Vagina jeweling? Oh, no, no. What? I know they do that. I mean, like, oh. herpes on lips was the joke. Oh, I don't have them, by the way. I'm so sorry. Mm. I went no, the no, no. With it. Hold on. Oh, no, they what do. You they vajazzle. That's the vajazzle. true. It's, it's been happening for years. That and can't years. be comfortable. I have never dated an exciting girl. I'm just going to tell you. You've never dated a vajazzler? No vajazzlers. Martha Stewart started the trend. <laughs> <laughs> I hear I have one already finished. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's the one that comes out with it in an infomercial. This is the vajazzler. <laughs> She invented it in prison. <laughs> She's like, on like well, a stapler. I was eating all day and I had an idea. Yeah. I did have a run in with a hot glue gun with a weird chick one time. Mm. What you have to tell you've got to get into that, please. That's that's a whole other arts and craft right there. <laughs> Too X rated. Mm. It's a whole deal. Hot well, I mean, you, it's a poor man's way on. of doing the nipple wax and you know. Uh, oh uh, God, no, that's, that's exactly. Oh yeah. 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 You just get a hot glue gun. It's it it leaves a mark. <laughs> like a scar? Yeah, like it's hot. Yeah. It's very hot. That's probably hot. worse than wax. The, to be honest. Oof, it's rough. Yeah. I just use candle wax and two friends. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. And then a straw where they blow that stuff friends. up your butt. Yeah. Mm. Of course. Excuse me? Well, it's a White yep. House thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> you wouldn't get it. Good. 
<laughs> you might get three quarters of them. <laughs> I get 80%. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. 10% for the works. big guy. The math works. Uh, recently, hey, uh, speaking of uh, math working, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there are reports that Tina Fey may actually take over SNL over uh, Lauren. So oh, yeah. what do you what do you think? You think I'm not sure be, how you worded that. Could be better. Yeah. Uh, possibly. I mean, Lauren's a so Michael's out. He's he's just getting old. He's getting he's retired. He's seventy eight. Seventy eight. He but he has not officially anan- announced announced announced. He's not announced it yet. But yeah, he's not said he's going to be departing. But the fiftieth anniversary show is going to be coming up this fall. Yeah. 50 years. Oh, that would be a time to do it. And I mean, and he did it right for at least three of those years. <laughs> yeah. Other, other than a TikTok And those are clip, spread out. Other than a TikTok clip or something like that, when's the last time you honestly watched Saturday Night Live? Uh, 15 years? Honestly, when Tina yeah. Fey was on, probably. Probably. Yeah, yeah I think it was the last was the time it was writer. good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't, like, every now and then they'll show the clips, you know, of something that happened to get a laugh. I mean, when she was the head writer, they did have good sketches, like yeah. even Mom Jeans and like that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, like she great. put out some good sketches, there's no doubt. So I would imagine that if she's allowed to come in and be irreverent like she did with 30 Rock, I think there could be yeah. a benefit. I just, Lorne Michaels obviously invented this great thing, but I don't, I don't, under, I don't think he knows what to do with it the same way as a lot of people don't know what to do with it anymore. Because who are you marketing to? Yeah. Right. Watching that show as a live medium is very bizarre now. Yeah. They don't seem to understand what they're doing. You watch the set change. It looks really weird in 4K. Yeah. Like it just mm-hmm. doesn't... There's something that's not appealing about it like it once was. Well, and their writing is so... Written by the CIA. It's like a, yeah, <laughs> or like chat GPT or some AI. It's yeah. very like robotic the way the, their jokes are written. And like when the last time I watched it was when Elon was on. And those jokes were so flat yeah. and uninteresting... I don't know how they got through that show. Oh, well, you're right. It's very they formulaic. They gave it on purpose, right? Well, all, yeah, that was like the conspiracy theory about it. But I mean, that, not like SNL isn't unfunny every other episode. <laughs> well, it, part of the problem is they kept putting unfunny people on the show. Mm-hmm. And then they gave them formulaic jokes that were written, you know, it, it just wasn't good. Yeah. Well, and then you have people that are really funny, like a Kyle Mooney, and he's doing stuff that's great online. And then you put him on the show and like they kind of like suffocate that talent or push them yeah. out a little bit so you don't get really get that highlighted i see i've always i've always wondered because you read about the 70s and stuff in the you know the belushi the murray chevy chase gilda Aykroyd, all mm-hmm. of them and it's like they were all so damn funny yes independently from one another yeah. that it was it was there was some contention but these guys, you didn't want them overshadowing each other. See, now if you bring somebody really funny and put them on that ensemble, they're going to overshadow the yeah. other people. So you got to play everybody dumb, in my opinion. I think it was also the cocaine. There was a lot of cocaine. There. A lot of a lot drugs. Of <laughs> a lot of drugs. And there was a contention, which I mean, you know, I don't think Bill Murray and Chevy Chase got along at all. And I think well, that... Well, Chevy Chase only hosted, only was on the show the first season. Yeah. It was when he came back and hosted. They didn't get along at all for a while. No, yeah. They didn't get along. Because and so, John and Chevy didn't get along because the inside... Yeah. You know, tension there. Yeah. Jeffy doesn't get along with anyone. Yeah, that's right. But, here. but I think sometimes you can make the contention work. And apparently, oh, totally. I don't know if that was a, an ingredient, but, you know, I, I love the dynamic of that show. Yeah. It is a great end show. Up, you end up having two great comedians try and be funnier than each other, which is a better scenario. Well, you know, and you guys are no stranger to the comedy world, certainly. You know, I, I've known comedians have a weird ego. 
they got a weird ego. A lot of them are very insecure. No. They're they're, they're buy threatened it. by. <laughs> I don't believe you. you like me. <laughs> Tell me you like me. What you Listen, I want you to open for me, but don't be funny, damn it. Okay. And <laughs> it's like they're scared to death of, of that. <laughs> scared to death of that. I'm just saying for the people who may not know, it's yeah. like comedians are not happy people. They're not. They're introverted. They're they're thinking about suicide all the time, and mostly that's their therapy, right? Most of them just they don't really like you. They they use you to get tickets and you sit there and listen to their therapy session. I love you, fans. <laughs> By the way, it's true. <laughs> I'll see Dave. I'll be in Oakmont, uh, Pennsylvania Friday night. Yes. Uh, but no, I'm in Michigan all weekend. I am. Um, your guts and shaking your hand angrily. No, I'm kidding. I like, <laughs> I like you for real. I'll be looking past you as I stare blankly at the wall and want to shoot myself as I listen to you drone on about, about how great I am. Fortunately, I'm uh, very short and I have to look at you. <laughs> Say hi. But you, you know how that is, the insecurity of comedians. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a known thing. It's so, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if it plays into that or not. I started at Second City, and I mean, that's to that level of improviser where there is an elitism a little bit, depending on who you're doing it with. Because the whole point of improv and doing sketch comedy is letting somebody else shine and knowing when to sit back. Mm. And that's a very difficult thing for a lot of people, but you can't make it work. I mean, like Will Ferrell shines so much because people realize, like, you know what? If I just let him do this and I kind of work an angle mm. to realize how to build him up, I'm going to look good, too. Like Chris Parnell, like other people, like Tim Meadows, all yeah. these people like really knew how to like Tim Meadows could be in a sketch with Chris Farley and you'd remember him. Phil Hartman was a brilliant, brilliant actor. Yeah. You know, and he could he could go up against Farley because it was two different kind of people. But He's it's a great like, straight man. Yeah. But it's it's rare that you see anybody with that level. At least I they don't maybe they have that level of talent but they don't show you the level of talent on that show because I think they try to so throw so many things at the wall and they try to censor themselves so much yeah. and if you think about the first sketch on SNL it was Michael O'Donohue talking to John Belushi and teaching him English mm. and it's like you know I want you to and I might be saying it wrong but it's like I want you to uh, feed your fingertips to the Wolverines and he's like I want to feed your fingertips to the Wolverines <laughs> yeah. like it's nonsense it's just this like crazy <laughs> Uh, Donahue sketch that just uh, yeah. scares people. Yeah. But they were taking a risk. Like putting Carlin and Pryor and all these people that were real comics on, it was a risk. Yeah. Well, these were people like Carlin who had gone to jail for doing comedy. Right. Literally. With yeah. uh, uh, um, Lenny Bruce. Yeah, Lenny Bruce. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I don't know. Like, I think if I'm looking at the thing now, like the sketch that they do on the news where he gets the white guy to tell a racist joke, like, 20 years ago, that ain't bold. That ain't brave. Now it's like, oh my God, yeah. we got a white guy to say something racist as a joke. And it's okay because the black guy's sitting next to him laughing at it and put him up to it. Right. And it's like back then, these guys were really taking a risk. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was a strong risk. But you're right. To, to your point, everybody remembers the Will Ferrell uh, cowbell deal. Yeah. We got to have mm -hmm. more cowbell. Most people would not remember who else was in that sketch. And I know just because I know the actors, but it's you like Horatio Sands, Chris Parnell, yep. but Jimmy Fallon, who's no. on The Tonight Show now. Like, there's a way to become successful by playing off of somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he shined in that deal. And then, of course, you know, you got to have more cowbell. I put my pants on and make gold records. And Chris yeah, Walken's going to shine Chris, in Chris anything. Chris Walken, he's, he's going to do it, but he's the guest host. And so you're going to remember him. But the rest of the ensemble in that sketch, the average person would remember it, but they would go, God, who was it? Who yeah, else yeah. was in there? And that was a perfect example of them stepping back and letting Will Ferrell just 
you know. And they're laughing because they're acknowledging how ridiculous it is. Right. Especially at that time where it's like classic, you know, rock is kind of, of that era has come back. And I love, like, I have seen Blue Oyster Cult twice. Dude, they're <laughs> awesome. But it's like at that time, no one cared. Yeah. Like there was no, like it just VH1 uh, shows were very popular and that's why they threw it out there. And it was just yeah. one of the greatest sketches ever. It was fantastic. And it was about nothing. It was about something that they all thought was funny in the room. And it didn't have anything to connect to the political sphere, and it wasn't talking about some pop cultural event. It, it was, was just, just funny. somebody thought it was funny when they listened to that song and they heard the cowbell and they thought, <laughs> who did that? Yeah. Was that a guy that they brought in? And then that was where it came from. <laughs> but you also had... You just don't get that anymore on, on the show. I mean, I yeah, I wouldn't know. I don't watch a show. But from the stuff I see, it's always some kind of political take, some kind of woke thing. And it's like, that's why people think that your show's not funny anymore. Well, look at... Okay, so when Chappelle does the thing he does his opening monologue and he goes off and the things that he said and everybody's pissed off there or even a woody harrelson comes in there talking about the vaccine which was great i did watch that That was a good one that was a good one and you're watching that stuff and everybody's like oh my god you know they're they're clutching their pearls and it's like no this is what this show is supposed to be right it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be shock value in that regard it's supposed to stretch you a little bit well and they had the perfect opportunity to to shake up the cast with shane gillis Mm. and then they fired him because of something he said years before. Well, no, Shane was and it on was our in network. A, it was in he, a joke. It he, was specifically in a joke that had context, and you were so unfunny at the time that you couldn't, or you shackled yourself with all these, yeah. these social things that you couldn't have him on the show because he was too funny. Yeah. He was too off the cuff. So, I mean, comedy, and, and again, back to the Tina Fey thing, if she takes over, I think that's a good person to take the helm in a deal like that. If, yeah, I think she'll is. take yeah. the reins off and really let it go. Comedy's supposed to be offensive. That's, that's my deal. It's supposed to be ridiculing. It's supposed to be mocking. It's supposed to be self-effacing and deprecating. But you're supposed to feel a little uncomfortable with it. Yeah, well, yeah. the best comedy you're supposed to. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the whole idea, at least in my opinion. It's, it, it, it's supposed to just make a reaction out of you. And I think that that kind of comedy, like, really takes the darkness out of a lot of things, at least for me. Like, you you have to be able to laugh about the awful, horrible things in life or what else can you do? What was it that that, uh, Steve Harvey said? I think it was Steve. He said, you know, you guys, a tragedy happens and y'all are like, oh, it's too soon. He's like, no, we got the jokes written that day. Of course. It's in your head. I mean, just talking about it. Oh, that's why I tweet it right away, and people are like, "Too soon." I'm like, "It's happening now. It's happening. This is the time." I'm to wait four yeah. weeks. Yeah, if I wait a month to talk about cocaine in the White House and make jokes about that, you're going to be like, "What cocaine in the White House?" Right. Yeah. You should. Or Mitch McConnell you. freezing. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. I see. He's an old guy. He has. He had a stroke. And Very we were talking that. about that earlier about how but it's still funny. How you know people for lack of better words, are dumb. They don't get jokes anymore. The idea of saying, hey, just the nuance, the sarcasm, the hyperbole, just the twist of words, any of that stuff is completely lost on this culture because nobody thinks critically anymore. It makes you uncomfortable. You don't want to connect with Well, the problem with comedians these days, among other things, and I, and I say this humbly, but too many comedians these days are working for the applause break and not the laugh. And that's that's the thing. So I want to I want to build you up and I want to go into this big thing. And, and then, OK, you're going to oh, you're going to clap for me and all that rather than saying, OK, I want to make you uncomfortable and make you turn inward and put that magnifying glass mm-hmm. on you. And now you're going to be uncomfortable, but you're going to laugh at yourself. Yeah. And they don't want to do that anymore because well, that's, that's how you idea. get canceled. 
Which makes no sense. And I mean, I think a lot of comics that have been able to break through and are seen, it's on these other platforms. Stuff we're doing right now, it's other shows. Yeah. Rogan is a buildup of that platform where they've yep. tried to cancel them how many times? Yeah. And it's like they don't like the idea of somebody just saying what they feel, what they think, and trying to make it funny. Sometimes just, you know, offensive for the sake of being offensive. Which yeah. is what a style of comedy once was. There is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can be Don Rickles, you can be Brad Garrett, an insult comic. I yeah. mean, that's kind of a dead thing now because nobody wants to do it. To me, um, it's hilarious. I love it. I mean, yeah. those guys are geniuses. I mean, I can remember, you know, going out and doing Brad Garrett's place and Brad would open and a lot of those people think they're going to see Robbie from Everybody Loves Raymond. He's crazy. Gets on, and yeah. he's like, he's like, uh, lady, this next comic, uh, he's black. You might want to hide your purse. You know, I mean, it's <laughs> like, and I mean, he's just killing the room. Yeah. Well, he'll just rip on everybody, yeah. every single person, he's, including himself. Yeah, he's got and his then, waitress walking by, he's sexually harassing her. It's hilarious. Well, and the idea, and you're like, yeah. we get it. Everybody's in on it. It's fun, and the idea is, it's a Vegas showroom. You're having fun. It's a little mm -hmm. much, and then that's that. And but people are like, I don't understand. It's like, did you think he was going to do a sitcom? <laughs> well, I've <laughs> heard, walk pe in, I heard people. Laugh. Oh no, people do. I heard people leave the room, and, and then I heard somebody out in the lives like, I thought I was going to see Robbie. Uh, <laughs> the same thing with Bob Saget too. <laughs> People got shell-shocked from Saget. Well, he had such a clean persona on, on TV, yeah. like with Full well, House. he had a, a dirty persona as a comic, and then Before they that. put him into clean. <laughs> right. Here's <laughs> another one. People don't, most people remember Johnny Carson. They never saw Johnny Carson stand-up. Which was dirty. Carson's stand-up was dirty, yep. dude. And, and those people, you know, and then they didn't know that. Mm. I mean, I go back to, you know, I look at my favorites. Red Fox. It was brilliant. Unreal. And they literally put X-rated on the marquee. Hmm? Yeah. And he'd be like, I don't care, you MFers, you coming in here, you saw the X on the sign. You knew <laughs> what you were ticket. getting. I mean, yeah. you know, Red Fox had those... Um, those uh, cigarettes, he always had a cigarette, and he would, had the empty filters on the, the end. parliaments. And, and he'd fill it up with cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> fill it up with cocaine, and you see him, he'll, he'll flick go. the cigarette right at the, his deal. Was that yeah. story in Vegas where he was, there's a band that had to play a full song before he walked out, and he walks out, and there's like six white people only in the crowd, and he goes, Red Fox don't play for six white people. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just walks off stage, and then the band's like, all right, and then they had to play oh, okay. the full song. <laughs> As people just left. <laughs> but the, the deal is, when you have somebody that just with zero Fs to give, right? Like Reno Collier was telling me a story. He opened for Ron White years ago, and they were on a tour bus. And he goes, all right, Ron White. And Ron doesn't come out. And literally, the crowd's clapping. They're waiting on Ron to walk out. And if you know Ron, you know how this goes. Ron is taking his shit on the bus. And uh, he walks in, uh, Reno if walks lucky. in, and, and, and Ron sticks his, you know, his hair's all disheveled. He sticks his head out of the toilet in there, and he's like, what are you doing, Collier? And he goes, you're supposed to be on stage. He said, I'll be out there in 20 minutes. <laughs> goes on stage, and he's like, sorry, I was taking a shit. And the place goes nuts, right? Yeah, because right. you've come to expect that from a guy like that who just doesn't care. Yeah. And it's I a like beautiful that, thing. Yeah. Because now he's kind of like toned down from that too. Like yeah. now, you know, doing a, but I mean, it's still, he's still Ron White and, yeah. you know, completely an outlaw comic. Yeah. Through and through. But people miss that. Like that's what I started with by looking at a lot of the outlaw comics and a lot of the people that started. They were a, a, a different breed. Mm -hmm. And I don't know when that feeling stopped because everybody had this like little sense of danger. And not that every comic should do that. I mean, there's brilliant comedy out there that is fairly clean. Yeah, and squeak. Some are squeaky clean, and I think it's funny. You know, it's like if you know how to do it. But when you yeah, force I mean, yourself to do it, it's insufferable. You know, Gaffigan, I think, has done well with that. Of course. Um, 
I, it, which I, you know, is what it is. I, everybody's got their it, the thing brand. About, the thing about humor is it's subjective, right? I think somebody said, like Jim Jeffries. Do I agree with Jim Jeffries' po politics? Absolutely not. I mean, it's no way, but he can make me laugh. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. he does some smart stuff. That I'm Why like, do you have to agree with that. the comic? Then that's what people want now. They want to agree I don't, with I don't understand yeah. that at all. That's a failure with our, our culture. That is the same thing in every single other avenue. It's like you have to agree with this person 100% before yeah. I can laugh at them or before I can enjoy a piece of media that they make. Like, we need to get away from think, that. Yeah. Yep. People are just worried about having the wrong opinion. And if I'm seen liking somebody who has the right, quote-unquote yeah. wrong opinion, then I get lumped into that. I think there's too much fear, like, these days for people to actually, like, if people were honest with themselves, I think that there's a lot, a of lot more comedy. Stuff. Yeah. That happens even on our side where we, it's supposedly we're the free thinkers and the free speech people. But then when you say something that is not right down the barrel, people get mad. They get really pissed. And it's like, I barely... Yeah. You know, I, I barely stepped off the line, you <laughs> yeah. know, like we don't have to agree 100 percent. It's yeah. insane. It's I mean, right, look okay. at what's talking about on the on the conservative side of things. I mean, say something, make a comment on your show about Ron DeSantis that in any way sounds positive. Oh. The Trump people are going to try to crucify. Yeah. Him. I haven't I seen that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know? No, no, it's or you're called a Satanist and you're like, you know, it was a joke, right? Right. Like it was literally a joke. <laughs> yeah. right. And also if, if, if but it happens, this side know? is no better than the left with the, with that mindset mm -hmm. where it's like, if you don't absolutely hundred percent agree with me and fuck you. And it's like, well, no, well, just, <laughs> like yeah. we can all share ideas and like, yeah. that's, that's what we, we want to get to. We want to get to the yeah. point where you can, like everybody can have those ideas and they can all express them. They can, you can disagree and you can have that like discussion but to immediately be like i hate you now because you said one thing that i don't agree with You're even though 90 percent of the things right. i do agree with but it is an interesting talk about snl because like when dennis miller had hosted uh we can mm -hmm. update he always people said well we didn't know you were conservative because you know you were always punching at reagan and you know it he goes yeah because that's who was in power you punch yeah. up you make fun yeah. of you punch up to who is in power you always punch up and it's like now you have jim carrey playing joe biden as like a, a rock star yeah and it's like <laughs> this is not the same <laughs> yeah it's pandering nonsense it's like you need to be punching at the white house and like even when they tried to do it with barack it was like so like they went after that's what's amazing they went after joe biden for being a pervert because they didn't know how to go after barack <laughs> now everybody's acting like it yeah. didn't happen yeah. it was creepy joe he was uncle creepy joe yeah way back then and all of a sudden all that went away i uh i it's interesting you know i, I was watching some old episodes of key and peel it's yeah. hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, these Very guys funny. are so damn smart Yeah, mm -hmm. with what they did. Talking about sketch. I mean, and I'm like, they pushed the envelope on some things. They, they really did. And I thought they did good. It's like, why can't we just do that? I mean, I, again, we live in a culture where people will judge something before they've listened to it or watched it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like they just read the headline or they read, you know, some Rolling Stone came out with a tweet and said this about that. And they're like, oh, see, I've already formed my opinion on that. Mm -hmm. You know, I made the jokes yesterday about the Tyler Childers gay miners, you know, M-I-N-E-R-S, coal miners. <laughs> Different, okay. Yeah, you got to so explain it. Coal miner, they get the shaft. Uh, <laughs> the... Uh, and I'm doing that. And I'm like, these people are just barking and mad about these different things. I'm like, y'all haven't watched the video, so you don't get the joke. And you're, you're judging me. You're pissed at me because you don't have no clue what I'm talking about. Yeah. What I really like, though, is that there are, like, there's a, a great number of people that totally get the joke. Yeah. They totally get it. They totally laugh. But, yeah, it's just those, like, every once in a while, you'll get those people that just don't get it at all. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't know. I, comedy should it's be. A, yeah, it's, it's, it, the it's irony is lost. It's like you can't take yeah. everything somebody says at face value. That's how you get screwed over. Yeah. Clown pill. Clown pill. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what the world we're living in. You can't read emotion into a text message, right? But yet we do that. And same as I said earlier, you can't read sarcasm in a, in a Facebook post. And people have lost that ability to grasp nuance at all. Twitter, or whatever they're calling it now, is the worst. Oh, it's the worst thing that's ever yeah. happened to our culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think that absolutely, because you'll, you'll make a point, and then My five pen. people will make opposite <laughs> points as if you made that point, and then argue with those points that they made up in their head. Yeah. Because you can't read into text. Yeah. So well, you like, can't have an actual worst way to projection. communicate. You can't have an argument with somebody who's hiding behind an avatar I, uh, of a goat. I, like, I can't. I can't do that. And I don't even know if it's a real person. I mean, right. we're looking you, at a bot here. So. Yeah. Or even if it's somebody who is a real person, it's like you're not even willing to show me who you are. Yeah. So why would it matter? You're, you're disingenuous. I'm supposed to have Maybe a real conversation or debate with you. This is. It could be. It's Toko. No, I get it. It's like, well, I have a job where I can't do this. Well, that was your choice. So do what yeah, you right. do with your life. <laughs> yeah. Get off X. Yeah. I miss X, actually. That sounds like a drug. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a non-brand, but I think that's why he did it, was to just it's make people funny. more uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, good. Did you see Mark Hamill was like, this is the day we're going to stop tweeting on the Twitter. Have we're you? We're going to show them what's did what. Did he tweet that? Like, <laughs> yeah, he did. I was like, in a tweet. Okay. Mark Hamill, if you watch him on any interview or talk show, he is the most awkward dude. dude like he was a like, weirdo. He was a horrible actor anyway, but he's such a like <laughs> self -im How dare you? He was such a Luke Skywalker. <laughs> he sucks. <Yes>, and <laughs> Hawk knocker. He we don't talk about that. Such an awkward person. Like yeah. it's like a guy wrestling with his sexuality or something. He doesn't know what to do with his uh, like hands. a scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> like just a horrible person. Yeah. The problem is, is he was Luke Skywalker. Then he came back many years later as Luke Skywalker and ruined <laughs> right. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Screwed the whole damn franchise up. Everything was terrible. It was all his fault. I miss X. I miss X, too. And I'm going to miss you folks, because we are coming oh. to the end of our show. But I want to tell you, this weekend, I'm going to be at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle. And next mm. weekend, you can see me in Indianapolis, Indiana, as well as Hobart, Indiana. Where? I don't know. But go to DaveLandau.com. <laughs> There are various theaters. Chad, where can we see you? Uh, Friday night, I'll be in Oakmont at the Oaks Theater in Pennsylvania, and then uh, be in Waco, Texas at the Hippodrome next week, and then going to be out at the Comedy Store, La Jolla. There you oh, go. It's a working 20th. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's a working. You can find me on Friday Night Tights on Friday on Nerdrotic Channel, my own channel where I play video games and have stupid stuff. <laughs> and uh, I also do uh, streams with Adam Krigler on Mondays, so go check it out. Nice. Indeed. Angela, where can they find you? Um, I'll be at home. And don't contact me. It's right. best you don't try to find yeah, her. Don't, really don't, don't. She has more guns than you've ever, ever seen someone have. I guess. I'm not kidding. I really it do. It makes me uncomfortable. It makes mm -hmm. me happy. Yes. Intrigued. There's a lot of them. 20, 30. Stop telling them how many. I'm sorry. There's just a lot. It's intimidating. I miss it. Like I always say at the end of every episode, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>